An entitled Karen shatters my laptop into pieces after I refuse to allow her spoiled son to play on my expensive PC. Things got so bad that the police had to get involved just to de-escalate this crazy Karen. Here's what happened. So I'm a man just over 40 years old and I still have a love for some video games of my youth. Old N64 games like Mario Kart and stuff like that. But the old game systems I used to play them on are long gone. So I have emulators on my laptop for the Game Boy and the N64. 64. Considering how much I have to travel, these old video games give me something fun to do when I'm at hotels, airports, or even just on flights. People do stop to ask me about it when they see a middle-aged man in a suit gaming away with an N64 controller on a laptop at a random place. Yes, some have judged me for it, but you know what? I really don't care. At the time this incident happened, I was waiting in an airport for a four-hour layover before my next flight. I dropped by the cafe near the terminals and got out my personal laptop. I keep a separate one from my work laptop, which is company provided. I got out my USB N64 controller and decided to start a new file on Banjo. I wasn't playing the game for more than 10 minutes when a young boy approached me and asked what I was doing. I somewhat awkwardly said that it was an old video game I was using to pass the time. I asked him where his mother was and he pointed to a dark-haired woman sitting at a table nearby. She was completely zoned out on her phone. I've been the victim of entitled parents and their spoiled children wanting my stuff in the past especially at airports, and I was getting some very serious vibes that this would be more of the same. The airport, for some reason, has lots of these people. I personally find that it's less of a risk if I just tell them no quickly, in a polite manner and as quick as possible. So I asked the boy to please leave me alone, as I just wanted to enjoy my game in peace before my next flight. Well, that was the wrong thing to say, as he started crying and ran back to his mom, who proceeded to let out her inner dragon on me. I heard the boy crying to her about how I didn't share with him and that made him upset. Well, she stomped over to me and demanded to know why I didn't let her stupid baby play on my system. I didn't really have much of a chance to say anything because she looked at the game on the screen and then said a man my age shouldn't be playing little kids games even if they are old. Well, that made me angry and I got up. By the way, I'm not a small man. I'm 6'1 without shoes and I weigh 250 pounds and this woman was maybe 5'3", I think. So I borderline towered over her. She was pretty intimidated for a second and we had an awkward stare down and while that was happening her son tried to grab my laptop off the table. I stopped him by putting my arm in the way before he could but that angered this entitled Karen and she yelled at me not to touch her son. Then she said I must be a terrible person and I probably don't know what it's like to have kids. I told her I do know what it's like as I'm a father myself and I have a young son about the same age at home and he certainly doesn't behave like this but right then I was not at home as I was about to spend a week abroad for work and playing old video games helped me relax. Then I chastised the lady over the entitled attitude and acting like I should be catering to her son because I certainly don't ask or demand people to cater to mine and she should be providing entertainment for her son herself instead of expecting me or anyone else to do it for her. The lady was really not happy when I said that and there was a lot of people around us who heard everything and were giving her judgmental stares. She seemingly started to back off but took a second to rush past me and sweep my laptop off the table so hard that it hit the wall. It was broken in an instant. That's when I fully lost my temper and yelled at her at near full volume, but still managed to keep myself from resorting to foul language since children were present. I would also like to point out that this was all strictly verbal and I never laid one finger on her, but the lady actually fell over when I yelled at her, either out of fear or on purpose. I'm really honestly not sure, but she was crying and cowering 
cowering in the fetal position on the floor. Her son rushed to her aid and called me a mean man for making his mama cry and then started kicking at my shins. Shortly thereafter, airport security showed up and the lady practically threw herself at them and demanded that they arrest me. I sat back down with my hands up and said that I didn't do anything wrong and there are witnesses all around us just to prove that. And as icing on the cake, there are cameras all over the place that would have captured everything. Well, the lady doubled down and said this is all because I'm a jerk who wouldn't let her son play on my computer. Airport security ended up taking us both away while they reviewed witnesses and the CCTV. The police were called and I was asked if I wanted to press charges. And you know what? I happily said yes. And soon enough, I boarded my flight after they let me go. The next day after I had gotten settled into a motel, I took an Uber to try and see if I could get my computer repaired. The PC tech had to charge me extra to start working on my laptop right away. He called me a few hours later and it turned out the screen was broken and the motherboard was damaged, among all the other things that this entitled Karen broke. But in short, the laptop was completely totaled, so there was no point in trying to fix it. But the good news is, is that the hard drive was fine and could be transplanted into a new PC or just have all the data copied over to a new computer, which I ended up doing. I paid for a brand new laptop of the same brand that they switched all my data over to. Though I still had to reinstall and set up all my apps back up again, which was really annoying, I ended up wanting to sue the lady who broke my computer, but she took a smart move in surrendering and paying me back for the damages. I was completely ready to file a lawsuit against her, but gave her the option to repay me because I really didn't want to take the time to go to court. She ended up talking to me more over video call, crying her eyes out and saying she was just stressed and begged me not to sue her. I spoke with her husband as well, who was still very angry with her and apologized to me. I get the feeling that their marriage was going through a rough patch, but I don't really have any details about it. The husband said that he would pay back everything and then some if we just ended this and didn't sue. I accepted and they sent me a check in the mail, which thankfully didn't bounce when I cashed it. That all ended about a week ago and I'm happy to say my replacement laptop works great and I have even gotten back into playing games in my downtime. This is a fantastic story. Not only did this entitled Karen get put right in her place, but any damages that were sent towards this guy's laptop got replaced and repaired. And worst of all, they saw the errors of their ways. I don't care how stressed out this person was or what was going on in her life. To take someone's property and throw it against the wall simply because you're a terrible parent is no way to act. And in my opinion, it's nice to see some well-deserved karma directed straight into the path of this entitled Karen. I'm pregnant and I'm tired of supporting myself and my boyfriend financially. So I feel like I'm at a crossroads and I'm not sure what to do. I'm facing a dilemma here. My boyfriend and I have been together for about a year and we've been living together for about two months. He was unemployed when I met him and he still is currently. Multiple times throughout our relationship, he has said that he needs to work and he's looked for jobs but nothing ended up happening ever. I love him but I don't make a lot of money yet. I currently pay for everything. Accommodation, groceries, restaurants, transportation. For myself, it's okay. I'm not a huge spender and I budget pretty well. But with him, it's a lot different. He doesn't like the food that I eat, so I have to buy quite a bit more than I usually would. Also, it comes down to the fact that paying for two people is just a bit rough. I literally wouldn't be able to do this if I didn't have a good amount of money saved up on the side. But I would have rather save that money than spend it doing this. Sometimes we talk casually and I pick up on little things. Apparently, he was previously engaged to his ex and he had an apartment with her. She was free to use his card and he paid for everything. I'm not demanding at all, but sometimes it feels a bit lame that he could do that for her, but not for me. He 
he's literally spent maybe $1 on me. Not only that, but he does the absolute minimum when it comes to chores. I cook every meal, and he never steps in to try and help out in that regard. Overall, I really value his company. He's my best friend after all. He picks me flowers often, and has even climbed up to someone else's balcony one time to get me a rose, and said that I was pretty. He carries all the heavy bags. He never allows me to be cold. We have a good relationship, and I'd be sad without him. We are currently in my home country, and both of us want to stay here. The problem is, he needs to apply for a visa, and requires a passport, so overall, he needs about 100 bucks. But he doesn't speak the local language, and I worry that this further ruins his chances of getting a good job. That's our current situation. Not to mention that I just found out that I'm a month pregnant. I don't have any family or friends that can give me advice, so I look to the internet to try and figure this out. What should I do? I think it's great that he climbs up on a balconies to pick flowers for you, or that he voluntarily carries around heavy objects, but at the end of the day, that's not going to get you the basic necessities of life. Getting a job will. And now that you're pregnant, this is only going to make things more complicated. Your boyfriend literally needs to get to work. There is a kid on the way, and he needs to do his fair share. You've literally known him for about a year, and he hasn't worked once. If I was in your shoes, I would have stopped taking that about six months into the relationship. Paying for everything, doing all these chores, basically raising a kid yourself. That just so happens to be a grown man. This is unfair for you. And just wait, in eight months it's about to get a lot more unfair, because pretty soon you're not going to be able to work, let alone move around without any kind of trouble. And there's about to be another very needy, very vulnerable mouth to feed that needs your constant attention. And in my opinion, he does not sound ready to step up to the plate. So it's time for him to get to work. There's no good excuse in my opinion, and if he wants this relationship to work out, he better step up. Otherwise, this is only going to cause problems for the original poster and their future baby. My partner can't handle conflict and constantly shifts blame anytime something happens. I asked for some space and he got mad at me, and now I don't know what to do. My long-distance partner and I have been constantly arguing, and he can't seem to handle conflict. Whenever I talk to him about my feelings or something I don't agree with, he is extremely avoidant or he gets upset. He gets defensive and he deflects the blame. We could be arguing about anything, and that's just how he responds every time. It always ends with him saying sorry insincerely and pretending it never happened. If I try to talk about it further, he'll become even more argumentative and start yelling. One example is when I tried to talk to him about his friend that's very close to people that treated me terribly in the past. I opened up to him and said that it made me feel uncomfortable because those people really hurt me in the past. Instead of focusing on that, he got all defensive and started bringing up unrelated things. He started to accuse me of lying as to why I can't see him often. He knows that I've been struggling financially and mentally. Plus, I just visited him last month. Yet he said that I'm using all those things as an excuse. He then says that I'm lying about my financial situation because he sees me buying things for myself or going out with friends. He just went on and on about this. And I found myself to be the one explaining and apologizing, completely forgetting about the original topic at hand. Later on, he said that he wouldn't have said any of those things if I didn't question his loyalty in the first place. This is basically the pattern of any argument or discussion that we have. I stopped telling him things because every time I tell him, including the things that made me happy, they all just get used against me later on. All he does is center his feelings. Everything has to be about him and how he feels, and I am clearly just not understanding enough. I asked him for some space. I said I needed some time on my own to think and process my emotions, because the fights we've had has taken a toll on my mental health. Of 
course, he immediately got defensive and angry and said that I'm lying to him again, that I don't appreciate the things he's done for me and that I should just cut to the chase and tell him the truth because he's not going to wait for me to try and figure things out on my own. I told him I am telling the truth and that I just don't know what to do right now because I'm so overwhelmed and hurt. I said that if he doesn't want to wait, then I will respect that, but I just simply need time to gather my thoughts and figure out how to move forward. He then said that I don't respect him. At this point, I've honestly given up. I don't even know how I was being disrespectful for telling him how I felt. He makes me feel crazy at times. I don't know what to do anymore. I've tried to break things off in the past, but he said I was being unreasonable and he wouldn't let me. Now, all I've asked for is some time and space, and I'm the bad guy again, who supposedly doesn't care or respect him. What should I do? Your boyfriend sounds incredibly immature. This guy is absolutely gaslighting you left and right. You try and approach him about a simple subject just to try and make some kind of compromise between the two of you in your relationship. And this guy freaks out and flips the script. And then by the end of it, you feel like you need to apologize to him. When in reality, the first problem in and of itself was how he is acting all the time. He is emotionally abusing you. And you don't need that in your life. You absolutely can break things off. He doesn't have a say in that at all. You are strong enough to not let him manipulate you anymore and you can get away from this. I honestly don't see this as a healthy relationship and I really do think that you will be a lot happier getting away from him and finding somebody else. My parents are scared for my safety because they do not like my current boyfriend and at this point I don't know what to do. My current boyfriend of two months is absolutely everything I have been looking for in a partner. He is kind, generous, he is wonderful to my friends and roommates and is generally just liked by everybody. Furthermore, I've never connected this much to a person this quickly and we are both becoming very, very fond of each other. The fact that this strong of a connection between the two of us is actually happening is a breath of fresh air, especially after relationships where one party has been unfaithful. My boyfriend grew up in a tumultuous household, going between his family and foster care for many years. He became somewhat famous for bringing the foster care system in my country to court at just the age of 16 and winning the case. And he has gone on to do many podcasts, TV shows, and documentaries about his reformed life. He is also the owner of a very popular self-made production company, as well as working with disadvantaged kids in migrant dense areas. I am an only child, and though I am 23, my parents are a very big part of my life. They have never trusted my judgment in men, and have disliked all my boyfriends to some degree. I had finally convinced my parents that this guy made me happy, and was a great guy regardless of his poor childhood. But I made the mistake of sending them a link to a very prestigious project his company had produced. Despite my parents being in their mid-60s and not very tech-savvy, they managed to track down my boyfriend's interviews and TV appearances online, in which he discusses mental health, the foster care system, compulsive tendencies related to his ADHD, and most importantly, his issues with binge drinking as a university student during COVID lockdowns. I know that these compulsive tendencies related to the fact that my boyfriend grew up poor, and so he was a compulsive spender when he finally made money of his own. I also know that his alcohol issues relate to binge drinking, which is unfortunately a very common issue among students in Scotland, which is where we're from. For example, my housemate has been drinking for 22 days straight now in some form, and this is seen as just being a lover of going out and partying, whereas my boyfriend recognized that this behavior was a problem, regardless of his age, and he decided to never drink again. However, my parents are now very scared for me because they view my boyfriend as someone who's just an OCD addict who's just mentally ill. Rather, given his background, he is amazingly normal and well-adjusted, and much 
more successful than the typical 23-year-old. I don't know how to approach this topic with my parents because they are taking all of my explanations as excuses that an addict's girlfriend would say in this situation. I feel like the more I try to explain, the worse I make things for myself. And my mother even called me crying, mourning for my life and my safety. My boyfriend says that he would be happy to sit down for dinner and explain himself. But my parents live about six hours away from the city and do not have the time or money to visit the city. What should I do? I think your parents are being so unreasonable and I think you know that. Your boyfriend obviously has a lot of things on his back and he's gone through quite a bit in his life. But it sounds like from the outside looking in, he's got it all worked out. He's working to control his addictions and he's trying to be a better man than he was. So it really is unfortunate that your parents would try and make this kind of judgment call based on such little information. I think you also need to recognize that no matter who you're going to date, your parents are always going to be pissed off about them. They're never going to like them and it's never going to be good enough. I think if anything, you can just be there for your boyfriend. I don't think there's anything you really can do to change your parents' mind other than loving him and showing them exactly who he is. My partner doesn't think that my relationship with my friends can be just as important as his relationship with his family. And at this point, I don't know how to describe this or what to do. I have been with my partner for almost three years. I am an only child and he has an older brother and an older sister. I am from Denver and he is from Cleveland and we live in Washington, D.C. My family and most of my friends live in Colorado, where his brother also lives. His sister and parents live in Ohio. I am becoming frustrated because every time the holidays come around, I feel like I have to fight to spend time with the friends that I care about. For example, when we are in Cleveland, I don't have friends or family there, so all of my time and attention is available to be with his friends and family. However, when we are in Denver, I have to split my time up between my family, my friends, and his brother and sister-in-law, which at first was understandable because I understand it's important to be with family when you can be. However, I have a different relationship with my friends than my partner does with his. I have five best friends. Of course, I have work friends and good friends in Washington, D.C., but the people I am closest to, whose parents, siblings, and families I chat with on my own, all live in Colorado. In contrast, my partner doesn't really have this kind of relationship with his closer or older friends. He sees them when he can, but his priority is always to see his family, which isn't a bad thing, and if he doesn't see his friends, he's not too disappointed. However, when in Denver, it's sort of like pulling teeth to spend time with my friends, because my partner prefers to spend any time away from my family with his brother while we are there, and I'm actually quite disappointed when I don't get the chance to see my friends when I'm in town. So when I asked my partner if we could join one of my best friends by the name of Henry in South Carolina for Thanksgiving to spend time with his parents, whom I love and get along with very well, as well as this being an opportunity for them to meet my partner, he was very hesitant. He says that holidays like that are for family and that it would be rude to his family if we spent Thanksgiving away from them to be with people other than my family. However, I think it's rude to turn down this Thanksgiving invitation. This family is very dear to me, so much so that my own family is encouraging me to spend Thanksgiving with them because they are such a big part of my life. How do I convince my partner that although these people are not blood relatives, it's important to me that I maintain my relationship with them and share special moments with him and them as well. What should I do? I think when it comes to this, there's got to be some kind of compromise. If you two honestly see yourselves being together for the rest of your lives, there's got to be some kind of give and take. And yes, I feel that friends absolutely can become family. And I really don't think there's anything wrong with going to a friend's house for a Thanksgiving celebration. When it comes to explaining this to your partner, I really do think it's as simple as just explaining how important these people 
people are to you. You can even explain further that this is the family that you chose and that not being around them is equivalent to him not being around his family. That's how it feels for you. And I don't think that's an unreasonable thing to ask. You're just trying to have Thanksgiving dinner with people that mean the most to you. It's not like you're avoiding his side of the family. These people are your family. And I think you have every right to visit them and to spend time with them when you get the chance. So I think having this conversation and coming to some kind of compromise when you're visiting different locations would probably go really far with your relationship. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the cream of the crop music. Search cream of the stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright free music to use for your next stream.